Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We're bringing you Transformers news from around the world because none of it really happens in Australia, but we're talking about it in Australia with Australian accents and Australian dollars, which means that if you don't understand Australian dollars, you're going to be very confused for the next hour. This is episode 212. We are recording live on Friday the 8th of May 2020. This is Australian Transformers Weekly's pandemic edition. There's new masterpieces coming. There's new Transformers films coming. There's new Scorponok coming and we're going to talk about all of that after this. Welcome to the show, everyone. It has been a couple of months since our last show. Um, I mean, not much has happened around the world. And when I say not much has happened around the world, I mean not much has happened around the world because we've all been locked at home and uh, not doing much. And uh, to be honest, it's slowed down the, uh, the slowed down the uh, stream of Transformers news. Mm. Um, welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have Daria coming to us from Canberra. Say hi, Daria. Hi, everyone. It's me, Daria, in Canberra. And? And Bradley coming to us from over in Perth, stroking his ever longer beard. <laughs> Hello, Jason. Hello, everyone. And I hope you are going through quarantine well. Or whatever well, it is. So, so now, so, so unlike most episodes of the show, now I have a beard to show off <laughs> as well. Like, so I've been, I, I've been indoors for two months. I mean, like, it's it's not it's not quarantine it's lockdown like you are allowed to go out exercise you're allowed to go out pick up food you're just not allowed to go out and socialize yeah well so you you are now as of as of this last week you are allowed to visit one person one person is allowed to come over um i did have a, a i did have a good friend come over this week who uh has been suffering through quarantine like i'm lucky right i get to work from home I have a housemate who is also working and my housemate uh, my housemate leaves to go to work and then comes home. So I have someone to keep me sane. I've got two pets wandering around the house to keep me sane as well. A lot of people don't have that. So um, I've, I, I've had some friends who've been struggling a little bit through quarantine and lockdown. And so, uh, yeah, so I've started started up a little bit of a little bit of a, a social a social uh, gathering in the in the apartments and uh, hopefully that'll Hopefully that'll become a semi-regular thing. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's been it's been okay for me. I'm I'm well aware that I'm handling this better than other people. And so, uh, with that in mind, um, Daria, how have you been going? Oh yeah, I've been I've been managing. Uh, I actually got sick of something else at the start of quarantine. So I remember this. That was confusing. Yeah, but it didn't turn out to be the thing. No, it was very different from the thing, and. And I could, because it completely floored me for about a week, that meant that when I could actually get up and move around the house, being confined to a single apartment was just huge compared to being stuck in bed for a week. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Are you sick of the single apartment now, though? Uh, not so much, but I have been going out to exercise. So while yeah. I haven't been socialising out, outside because of, well, social distancing, I've been able to go out and exercise where there aren't any people so that's been something at least and i do have a pet bradley how about yourself 
Uh, it's very unusual. Um, I've been sort of long-term unemployed, so I'm used to staying around house. But now that it's become law to actually stay home, I've been going stir-crazy. And I don't know why, but yeah, there it is. No, 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 because previously you had the option to go and you were just choosing not to exercise it, mm. right? But, but also, yeah. like, you're, you're in Western Australia. Western Australia is being comparatively comparatively lightly hit compared to the eastern states and like you guys didn't actually have as much as sort of as bad a restriction as we did anyway well we had the uh the typhoid ships <laughs> floating around off the coast yeah no that's fine we, we, ha we had the ruby princess so like yeah. your, your typhoid <laughs> ship doesn't count <laughs> yeah very true yeah we've i think we've just hit seven or eight days with no new cases so it's been pretty Uneventful, but at the same time, you know, borders still being closed and everything, but that's nationwide now anyway. So, you know, what's been, um, you know, what's been going on also is, um, uh, what am I, what am I, what am I saying? I was, you're, you're the one saying it, man. I, I start, I started, a, I started a thought and then I thought, oh man, I should do something. And then I started figuring out how to do something. And then I, I, I started mentally putting plans in place to do the thing. And then I was like, oh, wait, I've stopped talking. What, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, gosh. I've, 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 I've completely forgotten. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an early symptom of corona, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, I believe it's just an early symptom of being an old fart. But yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so uh, so during, during isolation... Uh, I have actually, so so I started working from home a week before the rest of the country did. So, like, this is basically two months for me. I've, I've, this is the end of eight weeks of working from home and sort of self-isolating and lockdown. And you would think perhaps the perhaps the ISO beard might be a little bit fuller than it is. And that's because I got sick of it three weeks in and I shaved it off. And then I've been lazy the last five weeks. So it's, it's, it's back. It looks good. Oh, I wanted to get rid of it. I wanted to get rid of it before this. Um, like, I don't, I don't like it. Like, the ICBN has to go, and there's a couple of reasons why. Uh, and like, we'll, 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 if you if you're listening to the the podcast, like, we'll stop talking about isolation shortly. Um, the the ICBN has to go. There's a couple of main reasons. One, like, I just I just don't really like. I don't like the feel of it. There's a couple of things I don't like when I get when I get out of the shower and I wipe my face down. I don't like the fact that the bottom half of my face is still wet. Um, mm. And then, and, I, and Bradley's just like nodding knowingly. <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I I do my best to dry my beard right after the shower. Then I put my shirt on. I go sit down, and then suddenly I've got water drops on the front of my shirt. I'm like, hang on, mm. why does this thing keep still retaining water? <laughs> now tell now tell me tell me if you identify with the second reason the ISO beard is going as well. I sit down in the morning to have uh, I sit down in the morning to have breakfast uh, before I do my. Uh, torturous 15 meter commute to the study for work and i will have a bowl of cereal or something and i will i will lift the cereal from the from the bowl and i'll i'll place the spoon in my mouth and while it's on the way some stuff might fall off it right like it's a bowl of cereal this stuff happens it doesn't land back in the bowl oh yeah like like it just gets caught and and like yeah, I, I just I, I just find I find the fact that it catches food is annoying. Like 
It doesn't look particularly bushy on camera. I was like, going to say, how the hell does that catch? No, food? no, no. I like it. Doesn't yeah, look it looks extreme on camera. Like, on camera. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, there's a good sort of distance that it sticks out from my face, right? Uh, okay. And and so like I can I can I can sort of feel like there's a layer of stuff. Over my face. <laughs> and also, like, I've ne- I've, I don't think this is the this is the longest I've ever let it go without um, without shaving it. So. I will probably have to do that sometime this weekend. In other news of things that things that I've gotten sick of uh, during isolation, uh, we've I think we've all talked about how we're sick of our apartments. Maybe not Bradley. Bradley's not that sick of his apartment. No, mine's fantastic. It's your, it's your regular palatial mansion. Yeah. Uh, I, I decided I am sick of this apartment, so we're moving. Um, oh, if, really? if, you, if you recall, when I moved in here last year, I was not very happy with the place. It's old. There is uh, no insulation. And... Sydney has had a cold snap. Uh, last weekend, Sydney had a cold snap and the overnight temperature went down to about 10 degrees and um, I've had to place extra blankets on the bed and uh, I've had to turn on heaters. The circuit breakers go off when too many heaters are turned on and it's just all its all bullshit. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. It sounds like you're in one of something like a Big Brother endurance test or something. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to talk about Big Brother? Because like... <laughs> I mean, it's it's the pandemic edition. You've seen the ads for Big Brother coming back to TV, right? Oh God, really? I, uh... Yeah. So Channel Seven's doing Channel Seven. Channel Seven is doing Big Brother now, and they're making out that Big Brother is like a malevolent AI now. And here's the rub. Here's the rub about Big Brother 2020. Yeah. It's already been filmed. Oh well, they did that with the other Big Brothers, didn't they? No, no, like the other ones were live. Like, um, oh yeah, that's right, they were. They kick people out each week and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they kick people out. But it's already been filmed. They've already they've already crowned a winner, uh, and they did it. They filmed it all in advance because they thought that it would give them an opportunity to edit footage to make things more exciting. But then there's also been reports that the producers are really unhappy with the housemate selection this season because it's boring. Well, let me ask you this though: when it, when it comes to Big Brother. Are there ever any really real winners? I don't know. I mean, like, Hot Dogs did well. Well, yeah. <laughs> I remember Hot Dogs. Who might be unfamiliar? Hot Dogs was the... Uh, the I, I think he had a real name. I don't know. It was like Darren. Yeah, well, I might, I'd hope so. <laughs> Hot Dogs was a contestant on one of the first... One of the earlier seasons of Big Brother when it was back on 10, like 10 years ago. And I think he went on to host a late-night chat show. Uh, when yeah, I say chat show, you want to host one of the late night puzzle shows that we don't do yeah, anymore. Yeah, the puzzle shows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about some Transformers? Please, yes. Uh, are there Transformers to talk about? Um, mm. I haven't acquired any new Transformers in isolation. Daria, have you? I did just before isolation. And I got me from... Earthrise, I got me a wheeljack and a hoist. So I got me some engineers. Bradley, yourself? Yeah, I've gotten a couple. I've gotten uh, Siege Ultra Magnus finally. Um, Uh, He's good. Not not, not, not the barbecue edition from Netflix? No, God, no. (laughs) The uh, the unpainted prototype from uh, Netflix? No. Um, I've gotten Earthrise Optimus Prime, who's over there standing in his trailer. I have also gotten... um, I keep forgetting his name. The parts former, Ironworks. Ironworks, yeah, yeah. yeah I've gotten him. Um, he's still in his box. 
Can't be bothered opening him. Yeah, you know, people people quite like Ironworks. Um, the reason, so the reason I ask you is like I, I haven't I haven't actually acquired any new Transformers, but I have unpacked a lot of things. So, like just I say, so we can just, pack them back up. Well, yeah, yeah yes. We we decided that we wanted to leave about last weekend, and so we've been looking at places. But before that, I was fully ready to actually go out and buy some new shelves, and um, sort of do an extra display. But if we're going to move, then I'll do that when we've moved. Mm. So yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. But so consequently, there's there's a bunch of stuff hanging around my study. I've been selling a bunch of things because there's been a bunch of things that I've I've wanted to sell for ages. Um, but uh, yeah, and like amazingly enough, I've actually been able to sell Transformers in isolation. And like I run up to the post office once a week. I, pay, I, I stay in the post office as short a time as possible, posts and boxes, and I'm off. So, yeah. Nice. I saw a couple yeah. of little past deluxe Optimuses. Hmm. I believe I saw that list, yes. I've, um, the other new acquisition is Ape Face, but you were, you were snotty with me when I got this. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, um, he's not a good. He's not a good toy. He's pretty cool. He just Sorry, feels like pulling off an animal there. He he looks and feels like he's made out of either soap or candle wax. But other than that, he's okay. Yeah, I've heard mm. about his weird waxy finish. I don't know what that's about. It's just um, it's just the white is not. It's unlike. It's not white. <laughs> it's 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 weird. It's very very. Accidentally shipped in made of prototype material. It's you know like it can ha it can happen to all big toy companies. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm pretty sure something would have come up about that though. <laughs> speaking about speaking of uh, things that are shipping or might be shipping soon, shall we? Uh, let's go on to some news, shall we? Yeah, this uh, there's ape oh, face okay. with his ape face on. <laughs> his he, ape face has been ape faced. Yeah. Apeface is a character I've got a weird relationship with in that I want him, but only if I know I can get Snapdragon as well. Yeah, his well, I've got, I've, got the, um, I've got the G1 versions of these guys, and I'm looking forward to get, getting – is it the Earthrise that's getting Snapdragon? We don't know. Do we? Yeah, Do he's we been announced. He's being shown. Oh. Well, it must um, be Earthrise. Yeah. And, and they sort of – last I heard they kept faffing about if he was going to be a select or just a regular release. I think he's going to be a regular release. Oh, they haven't, they, haven't, they haven't actually announced that many selects at the moment. There was the um, the cassette four-pack. Oops, I've just, I've just mm. put my foot on, on the dog who's now upset with me. There's the generation select cassette four-pack, but I don't think they've announced many more. Um, I think the Ultra Megatron was the newest and even – he is a Japanese generation select, so um, oh. not the Hasbro Pulse one. Oh, okay. Well, I just saw him advertise at the Hasbro Pulse, and I thought he was generation select. Oh, is he on Hasbro Pulse as well? Yeah, I think I think he is Japanese, but Hasbro Pulse uh, were had an opening to get the Japanese one. That's yeah. pretty normal. Uh, so, like, both companies are custodians of the Transformers brand, and so both of them produce things called uh, Generation Selects, which is, uh, yes. So, yes, you are quite right. Uh, Pulse is is listing Super Megatron. Now, we talked about Super Megatron um, last time we were on, last time we uh, did a did a broadcast, and I was pretty down on him. Um, and I was pretty up on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he looks pretty awesome. 
Well, so, so to update that story, I've now pre-ordered him. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, so, so I pre-ordered it. It, it, was, it went up at a really good price at Omo Primus in Singapore, and their shipping to Australia is very reasonable when there's no pandemic. Uh, hopefully, hopefully by the time Super Megatron comes out, the pandemic will be done and they will be able to ship him to me, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, I, like all up, um, all up is coming in at about ninety dollars shipped. So um, that's, that's I'll have to check them out because there's a there's a few coming up that I want that might not be exactly just pick off the shelf purchases. Yeah, I do. I went, I went with, um, I went with Jason's recommendation, and when I got it, it was a couple of dollars dearer. But I don't know if that was an exchange rate thing or if they put their price up by a dollar or two, but. It's possible. It's still I, so. Still Games and Zing did put Super Megatron up for pre-order as well. I think it was about a one-week pre-order period. Uh, price one hundred and twenty dollars. Still a pretty good price for bringing what is a, a fairly exclusive figure from both of these places into Australia and just making it available for you to walk into a store and pick it up. Um, but as we'll talk about a little while, like those prices are generally much more expensive than um, than they uh, they would be if you buy from other places this is this has also happened with the uh, generation select seacons isn't, isn't it because they're buying from a supplier they're selling it so they have to add their own no no they're getting zing, zing and eb are getting their stuff from hasbro australia they that's, oh, how, okay. that's how their stock works but yeah uh, um but yeah um, yeah it, it it is what it is um like at least they are bringing these things in and um uh, putting them putting them up for sale like there's uh, there's a, a there's a good chunk of the community will be more than happy to buy from them. Mm. I, I've still got my Unicron on pre-order from EB as well. So um, yep. this time this time next year we should all be Unicroned up. We'll uh, we'll see how we go. It's still like August, it's, isn't it? I thought it was February next year. No, I think it's August. I think it's end of next year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm going to load that page quietly and it's not so quietly because I'm talking about it but um, yeah yeah uh, what's it what's it say early 2021 oh okay I mean I, I, know, or, right I, forward. I know I know early sounds like August but you know um, no, <laughs> I thought I always thought it was February but yeah anyway okay. um, maybe some distributor was hedging their bets. <laughs> probably i mean look who can tell what's going to happen in the next in the next uh the next 12 months at the moment anyway yeah. um let's talk about some news we're going to move swiftly on and get to the news straight into news hasbro news that will take us into some news what news comes from by yonder New, new, new news. Also, in terms of upcoming figures, I'll bring this in and bam! There you go. <laughs> Earthrise Titan class Scorponokis, this year's Titan. <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you know what? Maybe they won't do a Titan next year because they'll be busy making Unicrons. Um, Earthrise Titan class Scorponok has started to leak out of the factory and people have started to post in-hand images of him. So, um, my my personal favourite of the images are the ones showing him sort of side by side with the other Titans. Uh, so he does stand a good head and shoulders above Devastator, as you can see here. And um, there's also like 
pretty nice, uh, pretty nice photos uh, that have coming out with him holding Earthrise Prime, recreating a few classic poses. There's, I have seen some criticism that people think the head is about ten percent too large. What, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's. I think it's the very first Scorpnock figure that's actually had an in-scale head because G1 Scorpnock, of course, tiny head. Mm. Um, yeah, Botcon think- Scorpnock was a tiny head as well, but this one is looking... I think it's just because people aren't used to seeing Scorpnock with an in-scale head. That's all it is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that it looks large for Scorpnock's head, but if you had never seen Scorpnock before, excuse me, then that would look just right. And to that extent, it does look just right to me and in some of his character art back in the past where they didn't have to fit in toy engineering his head was closer to in proportion like that Mm. i Mm. wonder i wonder if the criticisms of the size of the head are actually based on the size of the head versus the face like the face looks pretty right to me but the head looks like the head's twice as tall as the face well i mean he's wearing a helmet (laughs) <laughs> well, also, I mean, I mean, he is in this case as well, and also like his because his head does transform as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first and won't be the last transformer to have a face that only comes halfway up their head. To me, that's just what some transformers' faces look like. It doesn't bother me. I, yeah. I mean, that was so, one yeah. of the mentioned items that I'd all able to get. So he, he is a he is a tad shorter than uh, the older. The older Titans in uh, in Metroplex, and uh, I think there's. Sure this guy didn't have Fort Max to compare him, uh, so no. But I mean, Fort Max and Metroplex are much the same thing, anyway. So, the they're sort of the the older style the older style Titans were a little bit larger, but the newer yeah. ones are bulkier and have a little bit more impressive engineering on them. So yeah, fair enough. I didn't I didn't realize until I saw these comparison photos just how tiny Predator King is. Like I I was looking at him in my collection the other day. I was like. Jesus, he's the smallest Titan class toy around. Well, so he's about the same size as Devastator, though. I mean, they're both mm. combiners made up of Voyager class figures. And so, like, that kind of makes sense. Like, Devastator's head's up to about the Decepticon logo on his chest there, and so is Predator King. So, you know, yeah. Predator King, also a character with a giant head above his face. But yeah. <laughs> There's also another feature. I don't know if he's shown this in the. Um, photos but as you transforming Scorpinox's head his visor he actually has eyes behind his visor and they just look absolutely amazing i don't know if there's a photo of them here yeah, yeah. i saw that video of you his head and his head bot in general yeah, does does look nice and chunky yeah it does it does in fact it does sort of show here that um the 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 helmet is so is, a, is indeed a helmet around the head bot so yeah Mm. There's also it was it was theorized that maybe because the um, visor's just held on by a screw, so you might be able to unscrew that. So if you want a really different looking Scorpionock, <laughs> if you want Scorpionock to look like someone's ripped half of his face off, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or do you mean sorry? Do you mean do you mean the actual red visor? Yeah, the, the red yeah, visor okay. is just one separate piece held in by a screw. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just a really nice little feature with the eyes there. It looks really cool. And some versions of him draw him with two eyes. So if you were married to that particular interpretation, you could fiddle a bit and make it so. That's true. Uh, yeah. I have seen that, yeah. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I, I actually quite like him. There, there's a, there's a bit, of, bit of criticism of him going around um, 
uh, like these it's been a while it's been a while since we've been on the air so these photos have done the rounds uh for a, for a bit of time the there's some i i sort of dislike how hollow his feet are mm. here like that seems that seems ripe for someone to make some gap filling upgrade kits personally um I think, uh sorry i think that's just the sort of a necessary evil with the transformation process Matt, look, Matt, maybe it is, but there's one thing that I know is that they have amazing engineers that can build an $800 Unicron, and I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they, they were, could engineer around this, but yeah. They were all designing that while this was being designed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were busy is what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So fair enough. Uh, he, does have, he does have some impressively, uh, impressively tilt-worthy ankles. I, the, more I see, the more I see this guy, the more I like him, um, and I look forward to his, his release. He'll... It'll probably be released. Um, I think he's coming mid-year. He'll probably end up being two fifty, two ninety-nine, just like Amiga Supreme. I look forward to purchasing him for one hundred and eighty dollars at the inevitable Amazon sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would definitely be uh, one to watch out for with the Amazon dropping price. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, I'm aware that the one hundred and eighty dollars I paid for Siege Amiga Supreme is not the cheapest that he was at Amazon, but now I've got a barometer for that. So when it does come up for a cheap price, I, I can jump at that. My my buy price for Titans has sort of been $150, but you know, maybe I've had to maybe I've had to revise that upward a little bit the last couple of years. So yeah, that's pretty unrealistic one one fitty unless it's like wasn't Triptychon going for like 30 bucks or 50 bucks in some stores? You were able to, in some stores to uh, lie. And get Triptychon super cheap, um, yeah. but uh, in, in general, so I tried it and never worked for me. I did get Triptychon for 150 though. Oh, well, there you go. But uh, yeah, yeah, going back onto Scorpionop, this looks like the be the. Uh, I know I've been saying this a lot with um, late the releases in the latest lines, but this is looking to be the champagne version of G1 Scorpionop. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Look, I mean, just looking at, looking at him here, I really, I really like the details. I really like the paint applications. The um, the the bright orange really sticks out where they've used it on his body. It really highlights parts really well. The the grey parts that are sort of a looking a little bit metal, especially the parts on his arms and on his claws, like that. It all just comes up really nicely. I'm really quite happy with it. Mm. I'm, I'm yeah. more than he looks nice and chunky and beefy, and that's. Something can't be said of some of the earlier Titans with their little waists and long legs. This guy mm. is chunky all the way down and looks like the sort of guy Scorponok was often said to be, like when in the versions where he was like a retired gladiator and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit like he, I mean, he looks like a big hulking brute. So, yeah. Yeah. You also bring up a good point with um, I can't think of who will be the next few Titan class figures. Unless they go to, I don't know, any leftover combiners. There's the train bots from Japan, but I don't think they're big enough to be considered. Uh, well, they're already uh, coming as masterpieces anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, because all, all the. Interesting question as to who's next for for the Titan figures, and I wonder if the next, I wonder if the next year there might not be a Titan figure. We might get two Commander classes instead. Well, I'm I'm thinking because all the Titan class toys we have at the moment, they have their opposites out now. Like Metroplex yes. has Triptychon, Fort's got Scorponok now, and it's like, 
Oh, well, actually, no. Devastator and Predking, no, but they're, like, they're the combiners. They don't necessarily count as those. But and yeah. there hasn't been an Autobot combiner yet. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I still feel I still feel that it might be especially I mean especially that we're probably heading into a into a period of relative austerity in terms of um, purchasing toys. Uh, maybe it will be just maybe there won't be a, a, a Titan series figure for a while. Yeah, maybe Let's see. The commander class kind of feels like they were testing the waters in going going one class down without but still keeping them big. I, mean, I think so. I think Commander Class has worked out well. I think Jetfire, Jetfire topped a lot of people's best toy of, uh, of 2019 list. So I'm I'm really interested to see how Skylinks is received this year. Well, yeah, that was, I, I was, sorry. Well, I, I think I think it's a chance that there's a chance that Skylinks will be equally as well received this year. Well, yeah, he's another one of the ones I definitely would like to get. And I think if there weren't the Commander Class, I would have guessed him as an ex-Titan, but. He's getting a commander class toy, so maybe that's their next. The characters that are big, but not that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think so. Um, look, it's hard, it's hard to say. We don't we don't really we don't really know what's going to go on with uh, with the toy line over the over the next couple of years. So yeah, you might be right. They might just not do Titans for a while because. I mean, I remember for a while, supreme size figures were going to be the big thing, literally. And, <laughs> and well, then they made Beast Machines Cheetor and never went there again. Oh, uh, that that was t I. No, I don't have that one. But yeah, that was horrible. Like you see the Beast Machines line up, and you're like, yeah, that looks cool. And you just see like Cheetor is like nearly as tall as Fort Max. He's like well over a foot and a half tall, and it's like that's that just doesn't look right. <laughs> And, well, for anyone who didn't get him at first, he was pretty easy to get for a while because he was a freaking shelf warmer for a good few years. Mm -hmm. I was thought you were going to say for a good reason, but yes. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, so uh, the Titan-class Scorponok, is he on your purchase list? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have, we, have a, we, have a, we have a hat trick of, have a hat trick of yeses. I believe that means we, Six we have a... Up. We have agreement. Uh, alarm bells and klaxons have just gone off at Hasbro HQ, and uh, they are full steam ahead with with getting Scorpion off into Australia. Well done. Yeah, definitely. There we go. You're welcome, Australia. We got uh, we got Scorpionock here for you. We we did it. We did yeah. it. <laughs> if, if Hasbro want to send us all review copies, then you know we're cool with that. Yeah, I can I can dust off the review area and get a new review going on. I guess. <laughs> Hasbro has no idea that we exist, but that's okay. Yeah. Michael Bay knows we exist, though. Don't take that from me. <laughs> it's really weird. Okay, uh, let's move on from Scorponok and let's talk about another figure that has um, a figure that's been announced. Kind of came out of out of nowhere, but uh, we are getting we are we are getting a Sunstreaker. red we are getting a red companion to Sunstreaker. But it is not the red companion to Sunstreaker that you think it will be. We're not getting a new side swipe. We are just getting a red version of Sunstreaker. He is 
uh, sorry, we, we are talking about Masterpiece Sunstreaker, probably one of the best Masterpiece figures in the, in the last few years as well. He's very, very versatile, very poseable, and a lot of fun. He's already been repainted once as uh, Masterpiece Corden, and uh, here comes the second repaint. We're getting a red version of him called Spin Out. Now, um, no one really has too much of a problem with it, and we know that Takara loves to reference the original toys that became Transformers uh, with diaclone-colored repaints of Masterpiece toys, and that is indeed what this guy is because uh, Sunstreaker's original diaclone toy was red. Mm. And so, we also, if there's a reason to recolor a Masterpiece, they'll find it. Oh yeah, they've, like I feel like I feel like. Oh, I was going to say I feel like they've been going easy on the repaints recently, but then we've just had like a slew of pluses and they're not stopping. And this is indeed a plus. This is 39 plus. Um, and so, yeah, we, we do know that if there's a, if there's, you require, if there's a reason to recolor, um, they'll do it and they will often use the uh, diaclone colors as a reason for them. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is actually, actually the second yellow figure to be re, redone as a red one. The first one being Bumblebee as well. Uh, as of course we remember the red Bobby Bumblebee when uh, we all wanted a cliff jumper who still has failed to materialise. <laughs> and you're not bitter about that at all. <laughs> well, I've got this, Tom. There's so too. much the sort of thing they do that, honestly, until this announcement, I just kind of assumed they'd already done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so Spin Out is... Um, He's a, he's a regular release. He's not like a mall exclusive or anything. So uh, pre-orders are going up everywhere. Um, you can't. So he is going to come to EB and Zing. Uh, he, will be, he will be released at those stores at a price of $240. Thank you for that's the, the um, usual. That's, that's the usual now, though, isn't it? Well, so it, it does feel like Zing's prices have gone up on Transformers. Um, I will point out that while he's $240 at Zing, if you were to go to a website like Robotoys, you will find him for $170. That's a $70 saving. Uh, and Robotoys will ship within Australia for like $10 or $12. So mm -hmm. uh, I think Zing's shipping in Australia is about $6. I'm looking forward to getting Unicron shipped for $6. The, <laughs> um, the yeah, so... Like you've, you've got multiple options to get him. He is on pre-order at the moment. He looks amazing. I, I, really, I really do really do love it. Like, it is... Oh, actually, has he got... He's actually he's actually still got the yellow next to his uh, next to his head like Sunstreaker. Um, yeah, so, like, he, just, he, look, he looks great. He's, he's a lovely recolor. Um, I really like the Sunstreaker mold, so, like, I'm, I'm more than happy to get it again in red. Mm. Um yeah, like I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, looks um, looks cool. I'm just wondering if he comes with a recolor of uh, Chip Chase. Unknown. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> Did Sunstreaker come with Chip? Yeah. Did, Did he? he yeah, I'm pretty sure remember. he came with a Chip Chase. These guys are always hanging out together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is is Masterpiece spin out on your purchase list? Nope. No, I wouldn't turn him down, but he's not on my must buy. He's on. He's on mine. Mm. I just want to point out also the the windows. Are the windows clear or are they red? They look red in this shop, but they look they look they're clear, clear there. Um, well, I mean, maybe, maybe the chest windows are red. 
There's no, there's nothing else. There's no color variation there really, other than a bit of black. But that's on the outside of the windows. Yeah, no, um, I think I, I, I think they just I think they just tinted tinted black. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they look red because he's so so very very red. It's <laughs> very true. He's on my he's on my purchase list. I am going to I am going to avail myself. Of I him. thought you would have pre-ordered him already. Uh, I have not because like it's isolation. The, all the days right. blend into one into the next. Uh, there's no there's no longer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We now just have day. Um, so yeah, no, I have no, I've been I've been remiss in pre-ordering uh, a bunch of figures at the moment. Actually, I'll have to, I'll have to get on. We're going to move on from masterpiece figures, and we're going to talk about. A new movie. Mm. Now, how long has it been since Bubble Wee came out? Was Bubble Wee 2017 or 2018? End of 2018, I think. Mm. I saw it in 20, I saw it in January 2019. Okay. So yeah, so so Bumblebee, it's been it's so it's been 18 months since the last yeah. Transformers movie hit cinemas. And we're yet to actually, until now, have news about the next one. So Michael Bay is definitely off as far as directors go. Um, he isn't. He's not coming back. He might still produce. That's fine. Uh, he did produce. He produced Bumblebee, but um, as far as the future of the Transformers cinematic franchise, all bets are off. We could be getting anything. So we are. We do. We do know that there has been said to be a Beast Wars film in the works. And mm. now this week we've got news that there is an animated prequel in the works as well. Now, we don't necessarily know what it's a prequel to. Yeah. Whether it's a prequel to Bumblebee or if it's, if it's a prequel to the Bay films. I think we're all hoping that it's a prequel to Bumblebee and that we're going to get... We're going to get sort of the first five minutes of the... Um, actually, it's more, it was more like the first two or three minutes of the Bumblebee yeah. film writ large with... Uh, a large animated, uh, a, a big, big scale animated movie, uh, sort of before the, uh, I, I guess, before the uh, the end of the war went to shit and they all flew away to go to Earth. So it does, it does, it does beg the question of you know what what they're going to do. We don't really know yet. What they, what we do know is that they've hired Josh Cooley. Now, Josh Cooley might not be someone that you're that familiar with. Um, he is the he is the director of Toy Story Four. Um, which uh, is, a, is a movie that if you, if you haven't seen Toy Story 4, Toy Story 4 is an animated sequel film to a much-loved trilogy that has no right to be as good as it is. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. I really enjoyed Toy Story 4. Now, he's the director. Responsibility doesn't completely rest with him, but, um, you know, uh, there's a... Obviously, you know, there's people, people have worked on the script, the animators have worked on the designs and everything, but still, like, the buck does tend to stop with the director as well. So uh, mm. it, will be, it will be very interesting to see. I, I'm, not very, I'm not very familiar with his other work, so it will be interesting to see what, what we end up with. They've only announced it now. It's probably going to be another couple of years until, until this uh, would be released. There's, um, there doesn't appear to be a... There doesn't, uh, there doesn't appear to be a time frame given, although I am just clicking through to the deadline story to see if they gave one. Um, 
when I saw um, originally that, well, when it was announced, it said prequel. I actually thought it was going to be a prequel to the G1 animated show because of, well, this picture that we're looking at has the G1 Autobot logo on it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And so it's good. I think it's interesting. Like this is a, this is the good this is a good kind of a project to work on during a pandemic because you don't need to necessarily assemble a cast and crew uh, together to, together to do it. You might be able to actually um, you know get some work on this remotely. Although I think there's a lot of there's a lot of animated a lot of animated productions that have also shut down during the pandemic. Um, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse changed their uh, release date to 2022. Um, mm. And so it does say, uh, so it does say, it doesn't really say anything about dates on, um, it doesn't say anything about dates on Deadline. Deadline says it takes place on Cybertron uh, and the film revolves around the relationship between Optimus Prime and Megatron because goodness knows we've never seen that explored before. <laughs> um, now, there is actually a script at the moment that has uh, apparently been written by uh by the writers of Ant-Man and Ant-Man and some of the um, writers of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't mind those those films either. I thought they were pretty good. So uh, Curly would be overseeing a final draft now, according to Deadline. And so if that's at, if that's at script level, like it's going to be a while before that's animated. Mm -hmm. However, I also wonder whether or not the, the work that was done to build the animated Cybertron for, uh, for uh, Bumblebee gives them a bit of a head start. And maybe some of the character designs that gives them a bit of a head start too. Yeah, when you said um, you know, it delves into relationship between Megatron and Optimus, I was just picturing a Cybertronian version of the odd couple. <laughs> I was thinking I, was, I think it's more like mother and son. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I, I say Optimus. Optimus. <laughs> uh, so so, here, here, so here's, a, here's a question for you guys. What would you like to see in an animated prequel movie? And what I would you like do, to be in prequel two? Who would you like I, to see? I could do without another and this is how the war started story. Mm -hmm. I think we've had a few of those over the past few years and not that they necessarily, and I think we're getting another one with the Netflix show. So mm -hmm. I I think well actually, actually no, so no, the Netflix show is set in the last days of the war on Cybertron because um it's yeah. it's as they leave Cybertron for Earth. Oh yeah, wrong end. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, yeah. we have seen a bunch of them the past few years, and not that they've been bad stories, but we're kind They're of kind of course. I I think drop us in and either tell us briefly or just assume we know that Transformers are at war, it's what they do. We don't need another soul search to find out the cause this time so we can just go straight into... If you, if you allow me to, I'm just going to uh, come by and dip my fly in your ointments. <laughs> uh, they have not done one on the big screen, so well ripe to do that on the big screen because if you don't do it on the big screen, people haven't seen it, right? Yeah, good point. I agree. I think I think one of the best things that's happened in I think one of the best things that happened in uh, cinematic retellings of stories is when Marvel brought Spider-Man into the MCU. They didn't bother doing an origin story because, like, you already know. And yeah. 
I think by this time people should already know that Transformers are at, lo- at war because they have been for 30 years. So, I mean, 4 million years, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just... When when they said prequel, like I said, I thought G1 cartoon. So I'd like to see a prequel G1-esque Cybertron movie. Well, so, so that's an interesting question, right? Because... We've, we've heard animated Transformers pre- prequel. We've all seen the CGI at the start of Bumblebee. Maybe they are actually working on a 2D G1-style animated movie. I mean, it's certainly not in, it's not exactly in Cooley's wheelhouse having just done, like, a CGI spectacle in Toy Story, Toy Story 4, but maybe they are. Well, I mean, we, we still don't know. It's a little speculation at the moment. They just said animated prequel movie. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out. We'll see. Um, I think it would be an it would be an odd uh, it would be an odd case of uh, it would be an odd case of Paramount suddenly embracing the G one cartoon and holding it close to their hearts if this were to happen. But yeah. let, let, you know, let, let, let's you know let, let's keep hope alive, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to. We're going to take a quick look at uh, some of the scans from Figure King magazine. Uh, this is sort of like a regular monthly, regular monthly or bi-monthly thing that happens. They take pretty pictures of upcoming toys, and we all swoon over them mm. for a little while. Swoon. So, commence swoon mode. How many of us have pre-ordered Super Megatron? Did we say all of us? No, I, I, I missed the the Zing one, which was the one I was going to do. So I might have looked at the other one, but. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check it. Check it out. I mean, like, you know what? Really, should oh, well, maybe not. I was going to say we should. Do, we should just combine all of our shipping from uh, from the same store, but uh, then we'd have to ship it within Australia, and it wouldn't really wouldn't really save that much anyway. So yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> uh, So we are looking at we are looking at Super Megatron. Um, he is, of course, as we know, a repaint of Titans Return Galvatron, which initially had me quite cold on the figure, but he does look much much better. Um, and he's been retooled a lot. He has, he has, like he has, but he also hasn't. Like we saw the we saw the initial silhouette scan, the silhouettes of this, like I think a year ago, and everyone immediately locked onto the legs and went, "It's time to return Galvatron." It was very, like it was very easy. Like the chest and the chest and the upper body have been, but there's yeah. still there's still quite a lot of the original figure in there. I think. Is this still a Titan Master? Is he um, all one head now? I do not know because no. I don't. I don't know if I can zoom into the. You know, I'm going to work this out. Because we've say, got two, we've got two pictures of the face in this picture here. One at the top, one at the bottom, and the one at the bottom looks very different. So it's I reckon. Hard. I reckon you are looking at a Titan Master there, mate. You reckon? I reckon you are. Like I like. Can, can you actually see my mouse on here? You should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I I reckon I we're looking at. There, yeah. I reckon we're looking at a, a, a Titan Master with a helmet. Yeah, very different colors. Um, well, it's, it's the main, it's the line around it, and so you can see that on the main, the main shot of the figure there. And then we I'm got the Ultra Megatron face, rotating face yeah. thing. Maybe yeah, like that's quickly. it. Maybe maybe that maybe it's got a rotating face instead of a Titan Master. Maybe you just flip up the head and then flip flip the face around and then flip the head back down. Because there's been yeah, a few of those over time with things like the changing expressions on some of them, or the, I, the I, 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 need, I need to, I need to, like, um, I need to c- 
confess that I'm not that au fait with the um, with the origins of Super and Ultra Megatron. But like, doesn't the face here look like the last night? <laughs> he looks like um, who was it in Bumblebee? It was it? It was Blitzwing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the guy, the guy who yeah. who de-voiced him. Yeah, that was Blitzwing. Yeah. yeah, that's what that face there looks like to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, is this is this an accurate depiction of Ultra Megatron? No, it's just pretty much the G one cartoon model with some beefy bits. Oh, so four points to whoever can identify what the text under this image says. And to, to do this in hilarious fashion, I am going to grab Google Translate, point it at my screen, and see what it comes up with. Okay. There's also, um, if this were still a Titan Master, I'm pretty sure we'd see pictures of the Titan Master it's, as well in this, this layout. It's something about it being oh, alien. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Yeah, it does say alien. It says... Ultra Mega Toro, the acid part of the Korean aliens oh. change into a chair. <laughs> no, it because um, so good at the start. The way um, Ultra Megatron is created, um, an alien life force takes over Galvatron's body and reformats into Super Megatron. And then when he gets defeated, he becomes Ultra Megatron. So that's probably what that face is Ultra pissed off alien deity Megatron. Oh, yeah, the next one up. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm not sure, what, yeah. not sure why that's Korean Megatron aliens, but yes, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing. Was it Megatron chair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was a chair in there, and a no. bear in a bear as well. <laughs> I can, Later I can. on in the show, there will be people with games and stories to tell. <laughs> I can read the katakana, but the rest is just a too small and b probably words I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, no, um, it, it, Google Translate has um, amused us for a minute. It's okay. no, fine. It did, it did all right. It, it produced enough of a translation for us to talk about it. So, yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go back to the business at hand uh, yeah. with figure king scans because there's more. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing here. I'm gonna open this image in a new tab because now we can see it. Uh, so there is a bit of a look at some of the Netflix the Netflix um, series. I, I think I figured out. I think I figured out why the Netflix cartoon has weird color versions of these toys. Um, Their files it, were corrupted. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and like if you if you watch if you watch HDR content on a normal TV screen that doesn't support HDR. <laughs> You get a bunch of weird, weird color defects, and I think that's what's happened when they've sent masters of the uh, of the series over to Hasbro to look at to make toys, and Hasbro's put them on a non HDR monitor and just gone shit. We need to make a purple version of Mirage, and the animators we also are like, need to make him a Decepticon. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's blurry, but uh, I think the animators might have then just gone, "What the fuck? The Mirage is blue. Oh, they're already starting to produce it. Quick, change the color of Mirage in the show." Um, so, yeah, and then further to that, I don't understand why they haven't touched Hound's colours. No, that's... Is it just, like, he doesn't have the scratching for the War for Cybertron siege? That's right, he doesn't. Actually, the colours are a little bit lighter. They're much more like his, his sort of his G1 figure. But, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, like... No, I think he. I think he does... He doesn't have the uh, the scratching that he had in Siege, but he does have the, the weird soot 
that uh, yeah. all of the figures have in, in Netflix Siege. It's like it's like high definition battle damage or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, all, HDR, it's HDR so, battle damage. They think they, we're a lot more a lot more interested in battle damage than most of us actually are. Yeah. I, yes, yeah, that's very true. I'm not going to say uh, there's never been good battle damage decorations, but toy companies really rave about it to a point beyond my interest in it. Mm. Yeah, yes, it's true. Uh, so we are also we are also looking at um, this is Double Dealer, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Or Clouder, if he's a if you're the Japanese. I think one. Yep. I think he's actually Double Dealer in Japan this time. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, and so yeah, there so, it is. It's, it's the red text under his leg says "Double Dealer." Oh, All right. Just yeah, look for the big pair of legs with the double dealer between them. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, double dealer. Uh, he's leader class, I believe. Is he, or is he yep. going to be bigger than that? Yep. So yeah, leader class. So that means that the figure that we're looking at there is really about Voyager size. So that's about the size of Optimus Prime. Good amount yeah. of detail on that, though. Uh, look, unless maybe maybe he's not. Maybe he is actually a genuine leader class figure. Maybe he's not actually a maybe he's not actually a Voyager with armor this time around. He's not. He's um. He is actually a leader class toy, and he doesn't have any of that snap-on armor. This is just the first time I've seen the um the faction gimmick on him. He's got shoulder covers. I, I saw. I saw that. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, he doesn't yeah, come with his guys, but his guys will be in a, in a combat two pack. So, which is a great way to sell the combat bots for, ah. for people who are character completists. Yeah, like me, I'll be getting that pack then because um, I legit didn't think there were we were getting those toys, but it'll be nice to get them as well. I think they're recolors or retools of the cassettes of the approximate same shape. I think. Yeah, uh, that will make Nock sense. Is recolor maybe a retool of Ratbat, and the other is the same of Frenzy slash Rumble. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, sounds cool. Sounds good. Uh, let's let's go to the let's go to the next page, which does have some also interesting, also interesting. Uh, uh, this one, this one should dragon. look. Hello. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Snapdragon. There's a couple of a couple of studio series figures over to the left. Uh, one of the one of the movie verse wreckers, as they've come to be known. There, I'm sure. I'm sure Brad will be keeping an eye out for that one. I think we've <laughs> already talked about that one a few months ago, though. I think this is just the the Takara Tomy release of it. Yeah, I think we've uh, yeah. mentioned him recently. Yeah, yeah. that's Roadbuster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of new MicroMasters there, and if we if we head down a bit here, so we've got we've got two things that are interesting to look at here. One. Uh, the Cyberverse Deluxe figures are finally making their way to Japan, except without Bumblebee, which is weird. Uh, and second is another look at Masterpiece RC. Mm. Now, this is a this is quite interesting. This so this this adds a, a little bit more to the mystery of RC. One, you can see she's got much more articulated hands than even the um, even the newer Masterpieces have. So she's got at least. At least one movable finger there, so she can put her put her finger on her on her hip. Uh, and on the other hand, looks like it's they're all bent in some kind of claw arrangement or something. It's the claw, but I, I think you can see that first the index finger is individually movable. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the rest probably just um, hinge hinge open like yeah, like the rest like... of the hands. 
Um, mm -hmm. So the other notable thing is there is a holster with a gun in it. Um, that's new. We haven't seen that before. Uh, mm. The other interesting thing about this is, uh, well, there's two other interesting things. One is the, the backpack looks like one hell of a mess. Uh, mm. But, like, the backpack was always going to look like a mess for this figure, but wow. Yeah. Uh, mm. And the other thing is that despite most people asserting that the the torso was mistransformed in the initial photos, they have indeed stuck with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. The, um, yeah, because someone had, a like, a collage of her. I think it may have been from this magazine up early today, and it was the first time you really got a look at the chest and it just looks very oh, i don't know just dis disjointed well and her, her turtleneck thing looks like her collar starts well halfway down her bust yeah <laughs> so this there's, there's still something that She's looks like droopage okay let's not bring it up too much she has gotten a bit of droopage <laughs> there, there, there is still uh what looks like a hinge on the front in like the turtleneck thing, I, I almost feel like it looks like she's wearing a scarf. Um, mm. But, but the, normally, normally it's just like a, a collar and would stop at about where her collarbone would be if she had one. But this one goes on, a long way down. Version, it depends on the version of RC that you're looking at. Like um, it, it differs over the years, but it does seem that this design is preferred by Takara. For, uh, for And this, this does match previous RCs that they've done as well. Hmm. Uh, well, th this one must have been a challenge given the the masterpiece's current thing is to as closely match the animated oh, version yeah. as possible. But the an the animated version was designed with a transformation scheme that just simply won't translate to a physical form without that huge backpack or actual shit actual shape changing parts. Which we haven't invented yet. That's right. So uh, it's going to end up on the back. There are there's some interesting engineering on the on the knees, and there's also a bit of a question about what's going to happen with those legs, uh, whether they're just solid pieces that are going to fold up, or there does seem to be some lines on them for some things. And so I feel like some part of the legs might come apart during the transformation. We will find out. There are the knee design for for the, uh, this figure does look particularly impressive though. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Although we Good do know that Takara has struggled with knees. Yeah, well, I mean, the um, the Generations RC looks pretty good, and those legs are just literally, they go, they're folded up to the front and then sort of bent down towards the back, so they run the whole length of the car. So it could be something similar with this. Maybe, we'll see. The one thing I am looking forward to for this over the Generations figure is that I assume this will not be as hard to stand up. Oh, yeah, that too. Although there is a significant backpack on the back, so... Uh, yeah, well, that's the main reason the Generations one is hard to stand up because of her backpack. And that's true. She has very dainty one, feet. This one has at least as much and pushes it all to the top, which is going to make it even more unbalanced in terms of weight. Actually, so if the legs are solid, I wonder if the legs might end up being die-cast because that might actually counterbalance the weight. Might do some some parts of the legs might be die cast in order to offset that. That I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, but we'll see. Hmm. I will just oh. add for anyone who's listening only in audio, the picture of RC we saw is doing what they now call the Hawkeye pose. The Hawkeye pose. Hawkeye pose. Oh, okay. I'll explain a little footnote here. There's a lot of comic covers 
where they do the female characters looking all shapely and trying to have their butt pointing towards the camera, their boobs sticking out to the side for maximum boobage, and their mm. face trying to face the reader, mm. which is a difficult pose to obtain. Absolutely and, too. Yeah. And what they start, a bunch of fans and artists start to illustrate how ridiculous this really was by drawing Hawkeye, like the guy from the Avengers, in the same pose. Ah. And every, every they like recreate covers, and instead of whichever character was there before, they put Hawkeye and do various things to emulate to show how ridiculous it was and all, all the things associated with that. And RC is, and because it became so associated with doing Hawkeye to illustrate that point, it became known as the Hawkeye pose, even when it's not Hawkeye doing it. And <laughs> RC is definitely doing that here. Yeah. <laughs> Now, before we move on, I do want to I do want to point out something that I think I've just noticed about this. We we've sort of looked at this backpack and just gone right. You know, that's a that's a bit of a mess. That's a big chunky backpack. I actually think that what we're looking at here, I think I think this the first wheel arch that you can see behind her. I think that's actually behind her back. Yeah, I think that's actually folded up quite compact into the middle, and then the larger struts that hang out the back. I don't think there's much in them. That's the front of her car mode, and I think we've got the front of the car mode at the top, mm. and then we've got the other wheel arches on her back, uh, her back wheel arches, and I think it's it, it looks pretty up, impressive. Pulls it under, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look that that backpack might not look as messy as we think it does from this angle. It might be a little bit more impressive. We'll see how we we'll see how it goes. It's probably very probably very fiddly when you first transform it, but it probably looks good, and you know, once you learn it, it's all good. Hopefully. Let's move on. We've got a bit of third-party news to get to. Not too much, just a little bit. Uh, so we have... Um, See, I thought you would have done this story after Scorponok. <laughs> well, so it's the second Scorponok story of the night. Transform Elements is making a legend-scale Beast Wars Scorponok. Uh, there are a couple of photos up uh, doing the rounds online. Now, Transform Element does have... Um, I'm, look, my Beast Wars is not good. Who's the other character there? Rat trap. rat trap. Is that a rat trap? That's right. Oh, yes, I it think is. That might be generation yeah, rat trap. It does look like rat trap. Yeah. Oh, so I, so I thought that was actually the, another one of these. So that's a, that's a generations figure, is what you're saying. Oh, that, so that's Scorpion that, or Deluxe then, or Deluxe. Size. Yeah, that robot mode is generations rat trap, but the Beast mode is the actual original Beast Wars rat trap. Hmm, oh. Okay. No, my bad. Shut my mouth. That is um, Generations Rat Trap. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe we're not looking at a legend scale, but more... Uh, I guess may, maybe his legend scale if he's massive. But uh, it looks like it looks like an impressive little figure, regardless. Um, that looks amazing. Um, I've got the original Beast Wars Scorponok toy, and it looks nothing like the TV animation model. And this, this looks absolutely amazing. I... Yeah, like... When we were looking at it before, I was telling Jason, I thought this is just like a fan mode or a fan custom mode, but this, yeah, this looks amazing, and I can't wait to replace my Scorponok with a proper-looking Scorponok. Yeah, I've always liked Scorponok's TV, TV design, and one of the things was it looks nice and tangible that you could take it out the screen and turn it into a solid figure without too much messing around, and I think that's what... 
transform element have done with this one. Yeah, this looks completely amazing. Sounds good. There's a couple, couple of good, a uh, couple of good ticks for that. So, uh, Bradley, you're interested in purchasing Daria? Uh, probably not because I just don't third party very often. Mm -hmm. Not going to mm. have a part. Not going to have a party in the third in your ISO party. <laughs> well, that because so many of my purchases, uh, well, are usually are usually done in through places that don't have third party, so it doesn't sort of pop up on my radar as much. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, look, I, I can look at it and say it's an impressive looking figure, um, especially for what it is, but not really, not a Beast Wars person, as I said a few times. Yeah, uh, we've still got to get you to watch the Beast Wars cartoon. You know, and like, honestly, people are like, oh, you should be watching it in ISO. Like, you know, you've got plenty of time. I actually don't. I'm really busy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, I'm just, I'm just busy. But yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Um, New Age Toys is uh, hitting the news a couple of times tonight. So New Age is making a masterpiece scale figure. It's their first foray into that scale. And uh, we are looking at a masterpiece version of, um, is, is it Dark of the Moon Soundwave? Is it? I, I thought it was Jazz. Is it Jazz or Soundwave? Oh, sorry, I thought it was Soundwave, but no, um, maybe it is Jazz. Well, Jazz is silver and Soundwave is white, so does that. It's a Mercedes. I thought I thought Soundwave was the Mercedes. Oh, may, maybe oh, I'm it wrong. It must be Soundwave then because oh, that's Ravage. Ravage. Yeah, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wrong. It is, it is Soundwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Dark of the Moon Soundwave. Yeah, huh. it's just I just got the colour wrong and then plateau. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's fine like we're all confused because they all look the same um well, they do yeah yeah so well, this is part of my lack of interest in in getting the figure because <laughs> I just don't really indulge in movie figures unfortunately correct also laserbeak appears to be a turkey he yeah, was well, in the dark of the yeah, moon laserbeak did indeed oh, appear to be a turkey so yeah that i've got to give some points for accuracy if nothing else yeah <laughs> oh it was it was um it was Age of Extinction where he attacked the lab, wasn't it? No, Dark of the Moon because it was the third one with Shire in it. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Anyway. Attacked mm. the place where Shire worked. And he also... Stuff, stuff happened up. in the movie. Yeah, stuff stuff all happened in the movie. <laughs> so, look, um, New, New Age has a fantastic pedigree at making tiny Transformers. It is really interesting to see them move up to Masterpiece scale and do it with a movie bot. So... Uh, all of their engineering prowess is going to be thrown at this one, and uh, we'll we'll see what the finished result is like. He's, he definitely looks like he's got a huge amount of detail in him, and you know, like look at that alt mode. That's a, that is a car. Mm. You, like, you've made you've made a car that transforms into a robot. Well done. Yes. Yeah. It looks, like it's it's so it looks like a model car. Mm. Mm. That's right. So, Jason, is this on your must get list? No, unless it's unless it comes out and it's just amazing and um, it it doesn't really, I can't really think of a shelf that it's going to fit on. Um, Fair so, enough. Yeah, and in fact, that picture you're showing us now is illustrating part of many of our problems with the movie figures. In that, that's just one mass of grey and bent silver, and I honestly can't tell where some characters begin and end. Well, I mean, like I, yeah. like, I, I can tell that we're looking at Megatron, Barricade, Starscream, and Soundwave, right? Barricades in there? Isn't that Barricade on the right, the black one? 
Is that not Barricade? Oh, wait, oh. I can see the police I... door, but he blends so oh, yeah. well into Megatron. Yeah, because... no, but, I mean, but, but I mean, like, he's black, right? Like, Megatron's silver. Like, there's an obvious character there. Um, but sure. Mm, well, you're wearing glasses, so you got better, yeah. you got better vision than me. I, I also can't tell if these are the Hasbro figures with the New Age one lined up in front of it, or if this is New Age saying that they're going to do all these figures. That Star Scream doesn't look Hasbro. -y. You sure he doesn't look like the new masterpiece? No, well, they wouldn't have been able to get him for a photo shoot, would they? Who no. knows? We'll find out. Find out. There's a, there's a few, few more pretty photos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good photo, even if you're not a fan of the figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was really well done. I like that. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, we are sticking with New Age. New Age has turned their attention to a another another classic G1 character in uh, Reflector. They are selling a three-pack of figures because that does allow them to put the price up. Uh, <laughs> so three Reflector, three or well, three figures of Reflector. They're all the same. Um, and uh, as you can see, it is already available for pre-order. I don't think it's in stock. It's in, coming in stock this month, apparently. Uh, nice. It is on, available on Robotoys for $130. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of New Age figures. I just I didn't want to get their um, Outback and Brawn because I already have other figures in them, but I'm still tempted by them. This is the three of them put together into camera mode. Um, there's a, there's a uh, that's a photo of them from a, a convention appearance or a, a showroom. They look fantastic. New Age's New Age's engineering prowess at that size scale is just just fantastic. I'm really looking forward to getting these guys. I, I haven't ordered them yet, but I'm probably about to. Mm. However, uh -oh. being New Age, being <laughs> New Age, there's a couple of different color variations, right? <laughs> so, just in case. Just in case the uh, the um, the G one cartoon uh, color scheme is is not doing it for you, there's a transparent version. Yeah, for when he was uh, invisible, of course. Yes. Although, did any of the did any of the reflector bots make it into the movie? Were like were they were they nope. cast out? No, no. Now, who knows why they're a ghost? And uh, there's also, and honestly, this is probably the one I'll get. <laughs> G, the, the G1, G1 toy. toy. Yeah. Yeah. That like these look these look good, especially also in that they've customized the chest pieces for each of them as well. Mm. Really, really like that. May end up buying both. We'll see how <laughs> just looking at that one. Sorry? I'm getting nostalgic just looking at that one. I, I, I know, right? But so as Bradley was saying, I got the I got the um I got the the toy colored Siege Refractor Reconnaissance three pack as well. Really like that too. Um, and these are these are just in a different size, so they're not the same toy at all. Also, there the hair is quite different too. And this lot are missing a trick because they could also color him like Scrap Face from Netflix. Well, so the one on the right kind of looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's getting close. Yeah. It kind of does. I I wonder if they've sort of just like. Taking the opportunity to do it, do both, do it both ways. Uh, so yes, look, there, there's that's that that's that's the news of the uh, that's the pandemic news for the last couple of months. It has been a it's been a quiet time for us and um, and uh, you know Transformers reporting news and everything. Um, we've already gone through some new acquisitions. I don't have any new acquisitions either. Um, does anyone have anything to add before we uh, before we bring the show to an end? Um, there's been a couple of 
two packs from I think Siege or Earthrise that are looking to be quite good. We're getting um the customary now repaints of Starscream into Skywarp and Thundercracker, which are looking pretty good. That's uh, right. Now, is that is that? Can you hold him up again, just for for effect? There, thanks. Is that an exclusive pack overseas? I think that was that was an exclusive for someone. I think it's a retail exclusive um, for Which America. Uh, Target. I, I'm yeah, not right. sure, but I don't think it's going to be like a regular retail release. It's probably not going to be impossible for us to get. Like um, importers will probably get it, but yeah. also, like I would say. Uh, if you recall the panic that ensued when Target released Red Wing last year, mm. and now Red Wing is available everywhere. Yeah, he's a shelf warmer everywhere. So I would say don't panic and don't necessarily go paying more than the price of two Voyages for, for these figures. You will probably be able to get them. Yeah, and the other... Uh, two pack that was I think it was only just mentioned or cited, cited in a system today or yesterday was uh, Earthrise, Prowl and Ironhide. That's right. Yes, uh, we're unclear whether or not we're getting a a new Ironhide mold in this two pack. Although being a being a, a double pack, it's probably unlikely. But it might just be a new paint job. We'll see. We'll well, see. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd be a bit miffed if. Um, Actually, I wouldn't really mind getting a new Ironhide, but at the same time, I'm quite happy with. Um... There he is. Look, it's with not. It, it, yeah, but so so we've also we've also put Siege Smokescreen up against the Earthrise Smokescreen pictures and decided the Earthrise one looks better. So the Earthrise an Earthrise Prowl using that new mold will be great. Oh uh, yeah, but, but haven't seen anything that could really become an Earth van can we go back to the three mode <laughs> the three mode we're, we're not on split screen oh all right yes sure okay yeah i don't i don't want to give brad too much of a yeah. boring editing job <laughs> that's okay no one really watches the video anyway um so the uh, so yeah a, a new a new prowl using that smoke dream mold will be nice i don't know if there'll be a new ironhide mold though Hasbro has debuted molds in the multi-packs before, so maybe there's maybe there's an Ironhide waiting for us or, or maybe there's a Ratchet or something waiting for us later on in, uh, in Earthrise as well. We do seem to be getting to the point where we're getting more regular refreshes and redos of these figures in different modes, so may, no, maybe. I, I just... I just my, my gut says it's probably just going to be a repaint of the, um, the Cybertron mode Ironhide. I'm hoping so because I'm I'm a little bit peeved with having to replace my Cybertron uh, Siege Pyramid Seekers with the Earth mode already. You know, like I mean, you don't have to. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit. I think this is the first time it's happened for me where I've sort of gone all out. Like I bought the you know the Decepticon Phantom Strike Squadron just to get Skywarp, and yeah. now it's like. Oh well, here you go. You can have the version that you probably originally wanted. It's just going to be released, you know, in a in a two pack. I don't know. Yeah. So, so have you got all eight of the uh, Siege Seekers? No, I only went with the with the original three. I haven't got Red Wing. Um, I do. I, I do. I do have Thundercracker sitting here. Like, I really, I really like Siege Thundercracker. I just really like the blue on him. I can't yeah. really be bothered getting the others. 
Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I got, like I said, I got the Decepticon Phantom Strike Squadron and the two little, um, like I've still got the little mini guys here because I can't really think of any way to put them or anyone to put them with, you know? Yeah. 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 The, the one thing I find with those li the little guys like that is that when you turn them into like weapon mode, it's just obviously a figure holding another figure that's in a weapon mode instead of it really look like a, looking like a weapon. Well, the thing is, though, it's really cool because you can put them with... Um, it works. I know I've got it to work before. You can put it with hoist and give him like a really demonic weapon arm. <laughs> wow, he's blending into my house. <laughs> when I've seen him in action in Earth Wars, I'm going, so these guys turn into swords and clubs and axes and things, so... One of their comrades is slamming them against their enemy every time they go into battle. Like, that can't, that can't be good. It's, it's the kind of thing that doesn't really hold up to much scrutiny, right? I mean, yeah. the gun guys, at least, you know, they, it's just, they're just being held. But someone like... They like, they like to be held and comforted. Swang, swang. He's got to have, like, 28 robo concussions a day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they they've, are. They've, got, they've got a harder head than Scorponok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's made out of that black box material that you put in aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think we really are done now. Um, before we end the show, I will just point out that Bot Shots is back. Um, I have failed by not bringing up any of the Bot Shots winners that we've had in, uh, in on this podcast this week. So we will do them. We will take a look at them on the next one. Um, Whenever that's going to be. I also um, I, I did want to I did want to do something else with the the. Um, so that's fine. We'll, we'll do that next time as well. Um, Bot Shots is back in the TCCA discussion group on Facebook. It is the pandemic edition. So while Bot Shots is the, uh, oh, sorry, it's the Home Alone edition. Uh, <laughs> while you would normally be encouraged to take your figures out and about into the real world and uh, get them off the shelves and take them out and make some funny photos of them in like shopping centers, etc. Don't do that. We would like you to take a photo of, the, of your robots somewhere around your own house. Well, might you say that this might limit your choices, but I say it just encourages your creativity. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so please, please do come along, have a go at the have a go at it. Uh, there will be a there will be a prize waiting for us at the end of the year. If lockdown is lifted, then bot shots will become a standard uh, a standard uh, out and about mode. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. I was going to say the um, the the grand prize should be a toy of lockdown or Peru. The um, yeah, that's, that's actually a really good idea, and I'm going to suggest it to Simon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dig that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that that is it for the week. Um, if you are if you're listening or watching, thank you very much for sticking with us. Uh, we're sorry it's been so long since uh, trips to the well, but uh, yeah, and, and, you know, what are you going to do? It's a pandemic. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, you'll find out more about these stories in uh, links in the show notes, and you can get in touch with us in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook. The official site is uh, transformersweekly.podbean.com for the podcast and transformerscca.com for, uh, for the club's website. Uh, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. It's a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers who donate their time and money to make 
the club and life and lockdown better for everyone. We want to connect, connect Transformers. We want to collect Transformers fans as well. We want to connect Transformers fans around the country by engaging the collecting community. It's hard to do that during a pandemic, so please spread the word and invite friends to come and join us. Uh, Bradley, tell us how to find you on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash groovyguy0069 or lowercase and then 0069. Just look for the big pair of legs that are twitching. I think, is that the slogan that we decided on for me? Yeah, I, or just look for the big pair of legs with the beard between with this, at this, <laughs> growth, at this growth rate, but yes. Well, I, said yeah. beard, I said beard, not Merkin, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he said beard. And uh, right. yeah, come find me on okay. Twitch and say hi. Daria, um, we don't have anything listed in the uh, listed in the podcast for self-promotion for yourself, but would you like to do a spiel of where people can find you? Oh, thank you. Yes, they can find me on Podsploitation, the Osploitation podcast, podsploitation.podbean.com, or just punch in Podsploitation to Facebook, or Not So Giant Women, a Stephen Universe podcast, anchor.fm slash Not So Giant Women, or again, not so giant women on Facebook. Awesome. Uh, you can find you can find me in uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia, or find me on Twitter at JM77. Thank you for listening, everyone. That's all from us, and uh, we'll be back with more Transformers news. We say this every time. Next week, at least so we'll be back. Well, well, at we least I put a question inflection on it this time. What if we just say we'll be back next time? What if we just say that the title is like a tribute to Australian Women's Weekly, which has been monthly since before I was born? Yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, it's, also very, it's also very accurate, and that was one of the most amusing things about renaming the podcast from its original name of Off the Shelf was that we could, we could, we could channel the, the wonderful Maggie Tabra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it from us, everyone, uh, and we'll be back with more Transformers news next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Toodle Pipsky. <laughs>